This is either going to be really, really good, or we're going to prison. Is there rum in that? Does he seem to put rum in the weirdest of things? No, there is no rum in the Ribena. There is no rum in the Ribena. Okay. Do you want to start or shall I? Well, we are another... Uh, <laughs> I keep wanting to do another d podcast. No, a proper narcissist's podcast, episode seven. Is it really episode seven, Phil? Well, it feels like it's been a lot longer. Obviously, we filmed episodes one to six, zero to six, should I say, mm-hmm. in a uh, in a very short space of time while you had me captured in um, Scotland. Whilst you couldn't run away. Well, I couldn't run away. And the thing is, at the moment, I had the chance to run away at the moment, but then you lured me in with the sweet, with the su- with sweets, essentially, in your in your van. It's how, it's, it's how it happened, people. I can't say no to a Mars bar. He has nothing to come back with for that one because he knows it's true. I'd say you wouldn't say no to a mince pie. That is true. I wouldn't say no to a mince pie. I never have and never will. So I don't know when this is going to be coming out this Friday. So we're looking the 22nd of November. Sam, are you sure you're going to have time to edit this piece? This masterpiece? Sure. Are you sure you're going to be able to edit it in time? Who knows? I'm hoping for a 22nd of November release. Um, and <laughs> Phil has started purchasing mince pies to, do, to get ready and be prepared for his annual mince pie competition. Yes. Where yes. him and our friend Matthew uh, go around and purchase lots of different mince pies from lots of different retailers. And then they vote for which one they think is the best. It's key. I have to find out which one is the best one. Because I have to find out which one I'm going to have on Christmas Day. Because I can't eat Christmas pie or Christmas pudding. It is the devil's own gruff nuts. And for this reason, I don't like any Christmas desserts. And there's people currently shouting at their phones, stereos in their cars, their headphones whilst they're going for a run. Um, because Please let it be while they're going for a run. We are the premier D&D exercise podcast, obviously. Um, and they are going to be angry that we're talking about mince pies in November. But They're in the shops, it counts, it's after Halloween, get over it. <clears throat> At least you're not one of these people who talks about like Thanksgiving and stuff like that. What, you mean American? Are you saying, thank God I'm not American? No. Not at all. We <laughs> love you. We'll be alienating at least 110 million listeners. I was actually going to start downplaying it and being like the one American listener. No, what, what are you talking about? You told me there was like 227 million people have downloaded our podcast, Sam. Yeah, sure. Let's go with those figures. Um, before... I mean, I saw you write down 227. I assumed it was, that was million. Yeah, million. Definitely wasn't thousand, and certainly wasn't in the triple figures. Hello to all our fans on Fiji. <laughs> on Fiji, not in Fiji. On, on Fiji. Fiji. <laughs> well, if they're in Fiji, they're technically on Fiji. Unless you're out swimming, I suppose, and then you're not really on <laughs> on Fiji at that point. But then who cares? Because you're swimming by Fiji. Welcome to the on Fijians and the off Fijians. <laughs> I'm sensing some sort of clan war in Hornsditch. <laughs> the on Fijians and the off Fijians. 
At least it's not a class war. We don't need one of those yet. That's got to get to at least sort of like ten episodes into the the actual physical story before we can go along in that sort of guys. But before we start creating a socio-economic scale, by which then the labour union has to rise up against the bourgeoisie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly that. Because it's coming up to election time, folks. Um, okay. Yes, this may be the last time we're able to do this when our uh, the inevitable overlords take over. And we're banned because Ooh. I mean we are we are such a subversive podcast listened to by millions. Here's the thing, though. You've said that when our overlords take over, what's to say that our overlords aren't already in place? <laughs> that's because our that's because our current overlord is a bean-faced wanker. <laughs> you went there. You went straight for the actual talking about politics. I was just sort of floating around it. No, you went in there. You hit that hit that note. So before we go on a massive tangent about politics. Let's have a little recap on where we are of our characters. That's good, because I can't remember. Cool. So, we have Kenny the Human Bard. Oh, yes. With his, with, with his use of Animal Messenger to tweet out his, uh, his, latest, his latest findings from the day. Yeah, any of the funny or not-so-funny things that he does. Uh, we have got Brusca J, the... Grablia. Do- no, the, the door-to-door uh, Pompeian oh, door salesman. Oh, that, Tupperware was, salesman. that was Brusca J, wasn't it? The Tupperware salesman. Who, it's probably worth mentioning, our most popular character. I didn't think he was going to be. But we've had the most feedback saying that Brusca J... And this isn't me making up stats. This is an actual thing. We've had more feedback saying that Brusca J is people's favourite character. I think it's because he is Pomponian and you are Pomponian. You really channeled the Brusca J. It's, it's like a, an essence of me that people didn't know I had. Most of my friends who know me know that I'm not true Pomponian. However, either when I've had a drink, when I'm in an argument, or when I'm doing a podcast, I come out in Pomponian at will. <laughs> at will. Or not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Um, so yeah, Brusca J, the door-to-door salesman who murdered... Well, no, he didn't. We don't know if he murdered his entire family. No, we don't, do we? We just know that he woke up around his murdered family. Yes, which is why he's caught the ire of, of the uh, of the Holmesditch Police Service. Yeah. Which, moving on to, I'm going to quickly skip a page so I can remember it's the names. like we planned this, Sam. Yeah. Which we really haven't. Uh, we've got the twins, who are Nunya... And Badfa, of the business family. Of the business family. Who we had a recommendation from one of our friends, Nick, who has uh, advised that he thinks that we should do a... For the voices, for the twins, we should do Nanya, who is the hard hard gravelier cop. We should do it in a Northern Irish accent. And we should do Badfa in a... Don't cheer or tap the morning tear sort of accent to sort of signify that they're the same but not. If that makes sense. I don't know what's more offensive. <laughs> oh, potato. Um, so yeah, so so that was a recommendation <laughs> that we've had. Um, we're going to go grief and talk about Gaston. Gaston the barman. Who I I don't know if anyone could tell from where they were sitting was probably my favourite episode we recorded in the last batch of episodes. And it, was, it, it was a very, it was a very fun one, especially with our druidic traffic wardens. I mean, for the people that are just uh, sort of chaining this, it was but minutes ago that they were they were mm. listening to Gaston and discussions of the meat raffle and darts night and pool night and, and his night off and his night off because of course he does need a night off. He needs that time to go and watch um, 
the uh, our wizard. Yes, our drag queen the wizard stereotype. Stereotype. Which we will now move on to. So we've obviously got stereotype the wizard, who is a drag queen and super super fierce. Um, had a lot of good feedback about stereotype as well. Uh, people saying that they thought. It was <laughs> the, the fact it sounds like Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen in drag. <laughs> Oh, I remembered in the episode we talked about Stereohype, I remembered what the bit where he pulls the cheeky faces, and it is in The Hobbit. It's when uh, the dwarfs leave Rivendell, and um, they go, the dwarfs are leaving, and then uh, Galadriel says, you knew, and he just gives her that look to sort of say, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, just... Well, Ian McKellen's best coquettish look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... <laughs> Cool, which we've got Kenny, Broska J, Gaston, Sarah like the Wizard, mm-hmm. and the Twins, which leaves us with three characters left to do. We're going to put two of them in a one because like the Twins, they work together. So to discuss one, the other must also be discussed, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. And then after that, we've got the Mayor, the Mayor of the Town to talk about. We have a mayor. Yeah, we do have a mayor. He is corrupt as fuck. I thought we'd have some sort of evil overlord. Mm, technically. Not really evil, just more benign loathing of the people beneath him. <laughs> Isn't that what every mayor does? No, there's a lot of gold chains. And... In, in a town that's failing and constantly besieged by monsters and the um, general population are unhappy, I'm going to say that this is the corrupt overlord of, of mayorship. Don't forget the dragon with mange. The what? The dragon with mange. I've decided there must be a dragon with mange. What's dragon with mange? Well, a dragon with mange. What's mange? Mange? Yeah. It's a, it's a skin condition that animals can get. They start to shed. I just like the idea of this sort of really patchy dragon that's really self-conscious about the fact that its scales are shedding. His dragons, like he's dragons got really into... bad dragon eczema. Yeah. It's like constantly scratching. Essentially, yeah. Oh, brilliant. He demands lotion. Okay. So I'm going to give you the choice over which character set you would like to talk about. You have either got Mansell and Beecher, or you've got the mayor. The mayor. Oh, I know I know who the mayor is going to be now. That's why I thought this was a wild card you'd thrown in, but I've forgotten that you'd made him the mayor. <laughs> Phil Let, knows the mayor. <clears throat> let's start with the twins, shall we? Let's, let's, let's Not twins. On. Sorry, not twins. Not twins. The, the dynamic duo that yes. is Mansell and Beecher, should I say. The dynamic duo. We've got a set of twins already. It would be crazy to have another set of twins. <laughs> the, the percentages of having that many twins in the same place. Okay, so we have got Mansell and Beecher of the Mansell and Beecher Detective Agency. Which, I was going to say, given the fact our town has a, a working police force and a detective agency, I don't know if it just means it's, they're both really busy or one of them is just really bad. We have to remember that the town... Detective agency and bakery, I feel. Because <laughs> in definitely... all of these great dynamic duos, they've always got to have actually something that pays the bills. Like a sideline. A sideline. Well, I don't know if the detective thing would be the sideline. And, you know, just baking, you know, they've done in the, they're done by noon. They're done by noon. They've got to fill the rest of the day with something. <laughs> the detective agency specifically opens at noon. No problems before noon. Because um... the baguettes need to be solved. Oh yeah, how else? Mm, let's be honest. Once you know more about the characters, those of you at home, the baguettes will not be sold. They'll be eaten by one of the bakers. <laughs> because we have Mansell, who is an extremely highly sorry, an extremely highly strung high elf. <laughs> Try saying that after a few beers. 
the sensible part of I'm the detective I'm not drinking agency. at the moment. <laughs> yes, we're both stone cold sober at the moment. I'm drinking a rather lovely cup of tea, thank you very much. Okay. Um, she grew up in a middle class family and has been career driven ever since, uh, even before she could walk. So I'm trying to read my writing from over a month and a half ago. Uh, she's short, snappy, to the point, and regimented. Uh, dismissed from the force after losing a high profile criminal when crossing from the bad side of town. Blames her former partner for the issue. She met Beecher whilst at a local farmer's market and lost the bet which forever sealed her fate to his. They now work together solving crimes around the town. At this point, it's probably worth mentioning that Mansell is only like our colleague from work in name and nothing else. I have already discussed this with her, but I feel that those of you who are listening and do know who she is, that is the only thing that matters, and that is because of how the name of the pizza, pizza, pizza? Integrated pizza um, came about whilst we were at work. Mansell and Beecher, indeed, and it is. And really, it was. It was. It was the creation of Mansell and Beecher that was one of the things that really started this off. That really started what we're doing off. I think the voices and, and the play. And I'd like to say at this point that um, has never been involved in this. She's never taken part in this. This pretty much just happens around her. Yeah. That's, that's the perfect example to, uh, so that we don't get her in trouble. But thank you, Mansell. Oh, God. So, we've also got Beecher. Beecher is a rather rotund halfling and comes from a long line of halfling bakers. Uh, he's the only one not to succeed uh, and carry on the family legacy. He almost bunk, bunk, bankrupted his family when he was 14, when he once accidentally locked himself in the family bakery one night. Bakery's famous for leaving all of their wares overnight, so they could be nice and dry in the morning. Well, he probably was locked in there. He's like, he probably just ate the thing. Oh, I'm the going to make all of this stuff for my family for in the morning. And, oh, but I'm so hungry. Mm, I'm just going to have just a little bit of pretzel. Just a little bit more bite. And then he just basically ate the whole thing. He ate all of their stock. It seems to have been a massive oversight on the family, really. I mean, this can't have been his first offence. Well, you'd like to hope not. Um, where are we? In trouble, probably. <laughs> Nothing but trouble. Um, his only uh, response to the family was, Oopsie. Uh, he met Mansell one day whilst uh, working on his schnitzel stuffed pretzel stand. Uh, she was trying to purchase the gluten-free option. He just looked at her. Uh, he tricked her on a technicality and convinced her to start the agency with him. It is at this point worth mentioning that Geldorf Beecher, which is his first name, Geldorf, I'll have to try and remember that, because we have also been calling it in all the previous episodes, Horsditch, but it is Hornsditch. <laughs> So let's just... I remember the M. Yeah, go back and listen. Neither of us remember the M apart from the very first episode. I don't even think we last the whole episode. Stitch is a very, very different... <laughs> um, he has no previous experience with the police. Although I like to get the fact that that's what the mayor have to correct everyone to say. We're here in Hornsditch. It's Hornsditch! <laughs> but we'll go more about the mayor later. <laughs> what is it from Frozen? We, um, it's Wesselton! <laughs> Uh, Alan Tadjik. Yeah. 
Uh, so, Geldorf Beecher has had no previous experience with the police, law, or any sort of custodial work. <laughs> but he's locked away a few pastries in his time. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm just going to put you in here. I call this prison Mind Tommy. And I'm going to... Mm, I'm just going to eat all of the dough. I can assure anyone listening, if this is making you feel uncomfortable... You're not sat opposite him. He is pulling some very peculiar faces, and I'm very, very concerned at the moment. So, so we've got, so so Mansell was a cop. Before. Yes, Mansell. was she the cop? Did she work with the um, with Nanya and uh, Badfer, or did they were they brought in after Mansell was fired? Because I can't imagine that in Hornsditch. There's a huge amount. They don't of have a lot of overhead. <laughs> There's not a huge police force. I'm getting this idea of like the sort of middle American kind of little town where there's just that the literally the sheriff's office yeah. in the main thing where there's just like three tables. There's two but cells. While, and that's that it. very much that Wild West kind of feel to it. Not modern, not modern America. They're just that, that old fashioned thing where it's pretty much if you want to sit at the desk, you can do the job. Can we refer to it as the Wild West country, please? In the Wild West country, of course. It's now. like. You get off my land. I've been playing far too much Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm really sorry. <laughs> that's that's the I'd like to say that that's the game of the moment, but unfortunately the new Pokemon game is even better. And I've had to literally stop myself playing it before I complete it. <laughs> I'm still just playing Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh, two. The yeah, two, two is important. The two is important because they're very different games. I'm playing the PlayStation 4 port in case anyone cares from oh. our millions and millions of listeners. Those who want to add Phil on PlayStation Network or whatever it's called. PSN. Yes. I think I've been appearing offline for the last two years on mine. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I was like, uh, no, Sam, there's a reason I play nearly exclusively on single-player games. And yes, I know, before anyone asks me, Divinity Original Sin 2 can be played with four people. You just don't want to. But I have enough problems trying to organise normal D&D campaigns, let alone trying to get people on the internet to play as well. That's a fair cop. But, we've, but we've, I, think we've, I think we've deviated a bit. So, Mansell and Beecher. So we've got a high elf. So I'm going to guess she would, she's going to be the... We're going to have, a, again, a high elf ranger, I think, fits with the, um, the aesthetic of, a, of, of an actual cop. But what... But what is Beecher? I mean, if we were running in 3.5, I think you even had some of the old-fashioned... Surely she'd um, be a paladin. Paladin? Yeah, I, I, I don't really hear I suppose, it. I suppose, they are, I suppose paladins, by, by their general design, are lawful good. Because um, she didn't and, get and, sacked from the police force for doing anything wrong, just losing a high-class felon. Isn't that doing something wrong? Well, okay, she wasn't... She wasn't on the she take. Yeah, she wasn't corrupt. Like, but then p- people don't usually get sacked for losing. But I just love it in Hornditch. They just assumed she was on a sabbatical. She was never actually fired. It's just that personal, that personal sort of. She's um, going on a, a self self finding quest. Exactly. But she's not fired. They just keep waiting for her to turn up at work because there's so little to do. None you're in bad for don't want to raise the issue because they've kind of got just about as much as they want at the moment. <laughs> We can't go out finding all these all these people and this this ex detective who we've lost, <laughs> who looks remarkably like Mansell from the Mansell and Beecher Detective Agency. I, I just more think of the fact that Beecher is such an incumbent, such an embuggerance on everyone that effectively it's more of a public service that Mansell's conducting at the moment. Bit like bit like sort of social care, you know, just keeping it's like him the busy. Bus. <laughs> just keeping just keeping Beecher busy. 
In, in so much as that the mayor may or the people of the town are just quite happy now because they're fed up of waking up and finding Beecher in their in their larder or their pantry. Oh, just like <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a bad dream. <laughs> that was a really I like that accent. That was well done. Um, which on on the note of accent, I want to try and make it so that the Mansell accent is German as well. And yes, that is my attempt at German accents. Um, but I, much... I thought it was more Austrian. Might be Austrian. <laughs> I imagine him to play the oompa. <laughs> and he wears one of those little hats. And lederhosen. <gasps> he's got a police lederhosen. <laughs> but he's not a member of the police. He's got a detective laser lederhosen. Oh, this just got so good. Okay. Any artists out there currently looking for work, contact me. A, half, a halfling and a lederhosen. But it's like a police lederhosen. It's like, oh, I'm going to solve the law. Why do I get the feeling that um, the wizards made this for him? That uh, stereotypes <laughs> made this for him? And it's, so it's covered fabulous. in glitter. It's fabulous. It was one of his old ones that he just cut the legs off on. <laughs> yes. Cool. Um, <laughs> stereotypes old police uniform from one of his drag sacks he doesn't do anymore. <laughs> and it was so skimpy on stereotype that it just about... that. Um, Beecher can squeeze into it just about. As a halfling. She's like, oh, you need to get the butter so I can squeeze into my nose. <laughs> We've run out of butter. You kept eating it. Stop it. You know that I have a problem with dairy products. It is just so mm, delicious. Don't make those noises while I'm trying to squeeze you into a lederhosen. Mm, okay. You just need to put your hand just, you know, my thigh. I'm not putting my hand anywhere. Oh, but you just need to put it, create a little air pocket so that I can squeeze in the... Oh, I mean... I mean, like you say, um, like, I mean, like a Pop-Tart in a toaster, but the problem is that the toaster is too small for the hot, for the little hot pocket top Pop-Tart. I saw you eat a packet of, a packet of those on the way in. I didn't see you put any near a toaster. You're just saying it slowed you down. Well, that is true. I was trying to conserve the calories, because, you see, sometimes I need to make sure I'm ready for a marathon. You understand? Smetherford? <laughs> I think at this point, Stereotype would just walk away. <laughs> because when he's not in drag, he is a normal wizard. It's, I it's forgot more... that this conversation was with Stereotype! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just with you! A wizard should know better. <laughs> well, who's going to help him get into it? This is definitely not going to be Mansell. Mansell is. definitely not. I think Stereotype's the only one of the few people that would take pity on him. But I get the feeling this would be during the day. Because it's his because it's his livelihood, he would just be normal stereotype, the wizard. Yeah. And now and then it's at night that he becomes fabulous. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how I imagine it to be. <laughs> um so But then he always wears high heels. But he's also insanely tall, so it's like overdoing it but not in a terrible way. <laughs> he's like six five. Well without no the one heels. knows because he's always wearing a wizard's robe during the day, so he's really pissed. <laughs> Sam has just cricked his neck, trying to be fabulous. Really hurt. <laughs> cool. Um, so Mansell, voice-wise. I feel that Mansell would possibly I'm be a little bit... more with this. I feel that Mansell would be a little bit more sort of Berlin-esque. What's a little that? bit more short and snappy to the point. Oh dear. So maybe a little bit like this, such so it always sounds like she is yelling. <laughs> God. 
<laughs> Alright, Frau. <laughs> My name is not Frau. Although Frau Mansell does sound amazing. Less gravelier. <laughs> Less gravelier. Oh, my name is Frau Mansell. No, that just sounds like, um, that just sounds like it's going to be Beecher. Beecher is, oh, that sort of high. Well, he's a German Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> uh, mm, I do have any honey. I'm, mm, I just want some honey. Again, the face is very disturbing. <laughs> you're feeling uncomfortable. Your your face is not looking appeased with any of the expressions that I'm having to do to do that voice. Um, it's okay. your hand is that concerns me the most. <laughs> he's trying to hit that falsetto. He's he's going to enter the talent competition that is bound to come up in Hormsditch. <laughs> Whether they want it to or not. <laughs> Stereotypes talent show. Sounds like it would be a real hoot. Yeah, but the problem is he always wins. Because it's his talent show and he's fabulous. And he's usually the only person that turns up. Not this year. Not this year, Phil. <laughs> um, so have you got anything else that you want to add uh, about Mansell and Beecher? Ooh, I don't know. So we've got our higher, our halfling. I think we've padded out the... Some of the, uh, some of the, some of the uh, bits around them and how they've come to be. I, I do quite like the idea of that yeah, Mansell... Isn't actually fired from the police force, and this is just like you said, a personal quest. Yeah. For retribution. That was the town bell. <laughs> Saying uh, that's drinks at the bar. Um, no, that's not my house. This guy starts to throw the patrons home. <laughs> that's last orders at the bar for you now. <laughs> Be off him with you now. Um, yeah, I quite. That's quite a nice little addition. Um, I may have to get you to do any mantle parts because the. Switching between two characters very quickly can be a little bit tough sometimes. See, I think my German may be highly offensive. <laughs> yes, because all the stuff we've come up with so far has not been offensive in any way, shape or form. I'm currently running a, sh- a, a, a fat halfling who is clearly Austrian of some sort. <laughs> and loves his pastry. He's like, Daddy, would you like some sausage? Daddy, would you like some sausages? <laughs> Daddy, would you... I, I, I can't oh, that was a... Thingy Green, wasn't it? Uh, Tom, Tom, Tom Green? Tom Green. Uh, it was Freddy Got Fingered. That was it? it, Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, God. Which was one of those films I always thought would be amazing, and then when I finally saw it, because everyone banged on about how good it was, I was like, this is shit. To anyone listening, that, it's a bit like Napoleon Dynamite, but worse. Yeah, massively. But in that same sort of weird kind of way. I imagine it would be one of those things that if I watched it, I'd be like, oh yeah, it's a cult film from uh, when I was like in my teens. I don't know if Freddy Cult Fingers could ever be referred to as a cult film. Hey, some of the films that are considered cult films are dangerous. Anyway, before we deteriorate and go off on a real tangent, because obviously we stay on track so much in this podcast, have you got anything else you want to add about Mansell and Beach? No, I think that's it for the moment. Okay, so the Mansell and Beecher detective agency is done. We have got... And bakery. And the bakery. Yes. Uh, If we could get some requests of what you'd like to see in the... uh, Is it just the Beecher bakery or is it the Beecher and Mansell bakery in the Mansell and Beecher detective agency? I think it's the Mansell detective agency and Beecher's just sort of tried to... And then every time Mansell goes through, she just rips it off. (laughs) He doesn't realise that it's on a dry whiteboard. (laughs) And she just goes... And just wipes it all off. It's like, you cannot be in the detective agency. Oh, but I just want to be part of the team. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, thank you very much for listening to episode seven. Episode 
episode seven episode seven of a proper narcissist podcast we will be back with the mayor next week um please feel free to send us a message if you have any ideas for any npcs that you would like to see um I'm just trying to think how we end this. Oh, you can get hold of us uh, on Twitter at a proper narcissist podcast, uh, which I think is APN podcast or APN pod. I can't remember. Nobody ever tweets us. So tweet me. It'd be nice. Yeah, because uh, you will be tweeting Sam. I don't know how to tweet. I'll pretend I'm Phil. I'll be like, oh, hello, I'm Phil. I'm using the tweet. Um, and you can also find us on APNP, a proper narcissist podcast. Facebook page. We have a Facebook page. And I know Facebook. You do know Facebook. I know Facebook. You, in fact, actually respond to stuff on there, so it's good. I know it's dangerous. Yeah, it's very dangerous. But I, but I seem to respond as me, as the proper narcissist, but I don't know how. Yeah, and I never manage it. So if it ever responds as a proper narcissist podcast, it's Phil. If it responds as Sam, it's me. If it, re- if it responds as Phil, then someone's hacked Phil's account and we need to save Phil. Save me. Please, genuinely, please save me. Definitely not from this situation. You're enjoying it far too much. Cool. Thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time. Yes. And as always, no exposure for Chris. Oh, we almost went through a whole episode about talking about Chris. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm happy or sad about that. Bye. <laughs> oh, I, I feed us in.